Hey, this is Steve Sumrall, and thanks for tuning in to Table Talk Podcast. Number 101. I want to thank you for joining me today on this podcast, Table Talk. And if you would, share it with somebody. Let them know where and how to get a hold of it so they can enjoy some of the teaching of the Word of God. And I know that some podcasts, they go on for a very long time. And some of them are 30 minutes, some 40 minutes plus. But I like to keep these kind of concise. So you can listen at will. And they are from, oh, 8 minutes to uh, at the most 12 minutes. So you can grab and run with it when you need it. Praise God. So we're on the subject of faith. I've been here for a while. And we're still talking about that thing that never ends in our life. Faith. To change your world. From a beautiful syllabus by Dr. Summerall and written many years ago. And I was stating earlier in another podcast that some people don't realize it, but Dr. Summerall has been gone to heaven 25 years plus now. That's a long time. But faith is forever. And the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and for ever. And so just because there's a lot of great men of God that have gone home to heaven, that doesn't mean the Word's gone on to heaven. That doesn't mean faith has gone on to heaven or miracles have gone to heaven. They're still very evident right here, right now in the world in which we live. And so that's how they lived, really. That's how they believed God. Because I'm sure that my father and others like him, that had faith, exercised faith, believing God for miracles every single day, they had received faith from maybe another generation that went before them that explained faith. And this not the technical language. Uh, this is where it is in the book, and just read it for yourself, and maybe you'll get it, maybe you won't. No, but they lived a practical faith, and a faith that was real and alive. And I'm going to read you a paragraph out of Dr. Sumrall's syllabus, once again, Faith to Change the World. And he talked about a sacrifice, talked about Abel giving a more excellent sacrifice because that's what God demanded. It has to be a bloody sacrifice, a shedding of blood to remit, to cover up. And he used the animal skins to cover up the nakedness of Adam and Eve when they sinned. And then we have the sacrifice of Jesus, His blood, to cover our sins and to wash them white as snow. And so it is a more excellent sacrifice than the sacrifice of Cain being His works, His ability, the fruits of His labor, and not the blood sacrifice, shedding of blood, the ultimate sacrifice that God required he said this on page 37, if you have this syllabus. He said, uh, if we have spiritual power or faith, we don't have to go around saying, hey, look at my faith. He said, your faith will flow out of you just as naturally as water flowing from a spring. I have noticed that great men of faith seldom know their own greatness. When Moses was talked, talking with God for over 40 days and then coming down from the mountain, 
He did not come down from the mountain saying, Hey, everybody, look at my face and see it shine. And when he got down with the rest of the people, looked at him and says, Oh, man, Moses, your face is shining so bright we can't look. And so take some cloth and hang it over your face so we're not blinded by the presence of God on you. If you have faith and if you know God, people of the world or even other believers can know there is something different about you, and it is the glow of God, the faith of God, and it's what we could call living faith. It's not accidental. It's entirely on purpose. It's entirely on purpose of the one who desires and wants to have God work through them. And remember, some time ago, we made mention of the scripture that says, to every man or woman is given a measure of faith. And so you develop it. Just like everybody is given a body. But what are you going to do with that body? And a lot of people, they train, they work. And, and some people are able to have a lot of muscles and, and others don't bother to train at all. And they'll hardly have any at all. And then they get jealous over a guy who says, wow, look at that guy's muscles. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that great? Well, they didn't become that way by accident. It's because they trained for it. And so you're not going to have God working to you and through you by accident. No, it's because you want it. You desire it. And it's not so much to grandize yourself. No. It's to see God move and to make God seem big in the light, in the face of those that are on the edge or unbelievers or, frankly, church people that don't believe. Could you imagine that? Church people that don't believe. And that happens around the globe. There are people that are taught, well, that's something that God used to do. But then they come faithfully to church every single Sunday. <laughs> every single Sunday they show up. But they're showing up to hear about a God who used to perform miracles. He used to heal. He used to deliver. That's what he used to do. But certainly, that's not the God that we have today. And once again, the scripture comes to mind. Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want to share something with you. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew chapter 9 verse 20. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 20. A woman which had a disease with the issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Wow. In a few words it's hard to get the picture Jesus was thronged. Many people. He had his own disciples. He had 12 bodyguards, if you want to call them that, around him. And this woman that had the issue of blood for 12 years came behind him. So she was the desperate one. She was the one looking and seeking. It wasn't a casual meeting. It wasn't, oh, by the way, if you want to heal me, go right ahead. No, because the next verse says, she said within herself, if I can touch his garment, I will be made whole. Wow. 
That's the kind of faith it takes. Not letting people get in your way. Not letting opinions get in the way. Not letting religion get in the way. Because she had a faith connection. Now, there is no recording of what happened before this instance. We don't know if she had been somewhere else listening to Jesus preach, and that was building her faith. Or she was daily in the Torah, looking at the scriptures, or going to the temple and listening to the scriptures. But anyway, her faith was built to a point where she said, I've heard this man before. He says he's the son of God, and I believe him. And I believe that the power of God is resident in his being. And I know that when I touch him, something supernatural is going to happen, and I will be healed. And you know the rest of the story. In fact, I'm going to expand on the rest of that story next time. And so, the point being, you got to press in sometimes. You have to move people out of the way sometimes. You got to get your own thoughts out of the way. You got to sometimes turn off the computer and turn off the TV and turn off the radio and turn off all the distractions and be focused on God, what He's able to do for you, and receive the miracle according to the Word of God that He has for you. Oh, my goodness. We're going to visit this again next time. So thanks for being with me. Appreciate it. Table Talk. See you next time. If you'd like to support Pastor Steve and the work of Summerall Ministries International, visit smiltd.org and select the Giving tab. Summerall Ministries International is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting the work of God here in America and around the world. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll subscribe and please like this program in your favorite podcast app.